the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Very exciting weekend, Squirrel. See it? Chicago, not bad. 40 people shot. That's that's actually an improvement over last Lollapalooza. For July, we've only got 450 shot. Also an improvement. See, when your standards are absolutely that of a gutter rat, everything looks like an improvement. You just need the right perspective. For instance, Squirrel, who do you think is watching the, the uh, CNN news about Nancy Pelosi's plane getting shot down with more hookers and more excitement? Vladimir Putin or Paul Pelosi? This is something I want you to think about and then give me an answer midway through the show. I say the hooker ratio is 3 to 1, and I've got Paul, who is actually watching it at a vineyard, at Nancy's Vineyard, with the idea that he is mad he didn't broker the arms deal to China so that if they do shoot down the plane, it could be with something he made a little money on. That's the way I view it, as Rootin' Tootin' Putin is finally saying, whew, Chinese doing something California Republicans can't do. That's what's going on. And now when it comes to what exactly the Democrats are doing here at home, it's destroying our country. Yay! And it's Joe Manchin this time. Joe Manchin, everyone's got their hopes up for cinema. I hope she saves us. I hope she does. Because this is how our standards have been reduced. Where we can't reason with the Marxists, the mafia members, and the corrupt Democrats anymore. And we can't even reason with half of the Republicans who voted for all this nonsense. So now we just got to do a hoping and wishing. I feel like one of those Obama supporters. Hope and change, that's what we really need. Because when you ask Manchin, how does more spending, more favoritism, more corruption actually help inflation? Or should we just change the name to the Inflation Turbocharge Act? That's what I think you should call it. So what evidence do you have that this would actually do what this legislation is promising to do, which is reduce inflation? It's pretty much common sense if you look at the common sense. But, you know, which common sense is that? Now, I understand you're from West Virginia and common sense there is not sticking a knife into the outlet. But which exact common sense are you talking about, you backward ass moron? This is coming from a guy in a three million dollar yacht, which is ironically named almost heaven. And he's going to talk about how spending more money, it's common sense it's going to help you out. I'm used to all the analysis going on. There's been 17 Nobel laureates who said that basically inflation would be transitory. Who are these 17 Nobel laureate morons? Where exactly are these lab coat wearing political whores who are bribed to say virtually anything these incompetent, jobless, 50 year Democrat hacks say is gold? It's gold. It'll be fine. Don't worry about a thing. Well, I'd rather go to a woman who actually accomplished something, not in the Kamala Harris way. She kept her clothes on. Her name is Kathy Wood, and she's actually uh, an accomplished economist. 
what we do um, see in these earnings results is that we are in a recession. And uh, we've been calling for a recession for quite some time, uh, a lot of it based on excess inventory. So we think this is an inventory-led recession. And I think that's coming through loud and clear. That's not something you hear all the time. You've never heard that. You hear about supply chain backups. You hear about money print. What do you mean inventory inflation? That's a little different. That could lead to real problems. That's how you get the beginning of a depression. I mean, we could just fast forward it. All we need now is just a little more spending. I like when Brett Baer questions Joe Manchin because here's the skinny. I like Brett Baer. I've interviewed Brett Baer. But Brett Baer is very friendly with these Washington whores and pimps. Very friendly. And uh, I like when he's starting to get a little bit more like what made him, you know, like an investigative reporter. So last year, you said the American Rescue Plan, the COVID relief bill, would not cause inflation. Take a listen. You're spending $1.9 trillion and that you may end up overheating the economy and causing inflation, sir. Well, I hope we don't. I don't think we will because of... Listen, you stupid son of a... What do you mean you hope... We don't. You don't think we do. Are you some moron I'm related to that I have to give a job because no one else will? Or are you supposed to represent the principles of this country? Because it's this kind of corruption and stupidity. And this son of a dog is corrupt as could be. You don't get on a $3 million yacht for working for the government for 50 years because you're good at budgeting your own money, but yet you can't figure out what causes inflation. You get there because you're a pay-to-play piece of dung. That's what you really are. So the idea that you hope and you don't think poppycock, you were bribed to rubber stamp more spending like every other Democrat whore. You were bribed and you did it. And that's what cinema is hoping for. She's just simply a better negotiator. Again, I've said we spread it out. We didn't throw it all at one time. But most experts now believe, Senator, that that spending, that bill did spark the skyrocketing inflation so why should americans believe you now when you say that this new bill will not exacerbate inflation i made sure i don't make that mistake again that's the bottom line i make sure do you understand um this is not a relative of yours this is a politician they talk to you like they're some relative that you have a personal connection to a relationship that you need them to do well because it keeps the family together. That is not what is happening here. As far as Joe Biden, what do you mean you have COVID twice, you 80-year-old feeble moron? Now get out. Let's get the hooker in. Come on, bring her in. Let's see how we could do it. Can't be worse than this. And when it comes to Joe Manchin, do you have anything other than hopes and feelings? What exactly are you doing, moron? I didn't make that mistake again. With that, I tried. I was... anticipating that we could help and do more and and, and everything that you've said here is correct and I'm not countering that whatsoever. This is what happens when you have a moron that you're related to that you have to give a job to because you got some favorite aunt, some favorite uncle. And if you don't give him a job, nobody else will. In the meantime, what he's doing is actually a destruction of the country. I can handle things. I'm smart. No, you can't. I'm like everybody says. No, you're stupid. Yeah, well, you're an idiot. And what you passed, dummy, is going to do more destruction to this economy than we can even quantify at this time. Two important data points came out from two different analysis groups over the weekend. The first was from Penn Wharton and found that the Inflation Reduction Act would actually 
increase inflation slightly until 2024 and then decrease it after that. So if the goal... How do you get to that point? So we're going to increase it in the beginning, then decrease it in the... You can't control anything. All of your predictions have been very, very wrong in every aspect of your governance. Every single one of them. You can't build an exit ramp, you stupid son of a guns. Now you're going to start just a little more. It'll just hurt a little more. Well, here's some stats that I think you need to be aware of. 46% of independent restaurants couldn't pay July's rent. 46%. For those CPS students who are too stupid to know how to change the channel, because I don't want you listening. That's half, you morons. Half. And that's with all the PPP. That's with all the nonsense and the charity and the handouts and the tax abatements. That's with all their schemes and all their rubber bands. 50%. What does it look like a year from now? Because then you got 50%. Then you're going to lose another 50%. Then you'll have 25%. And do you even remember what it was supposed to be like before COVID, let alone before this whore stole the election? This is the kind of thing that um, calls for an impeachment. I've been saying it since this imbecile stole the office. But exactly how bad do things have to get before people start to say impeachment? Or should we just put them on a plane with Pelosi and hope that uh, Xi Jinping uh, and his Raytheon deal come through? Well, here's the tax foundation. Uh, they say the proposed 15% minimum tax on corporate book income is the most economically damaging provision in the bill, reducing GDP by 0.1%, costing about 27,000 jobs. Here's America. Pfizer was the company with the most profit, more than any oil company. In fact, they made $54 billion. $54 billion. We got a half a year. Half a year to go. Are they going to pay anything? Because the government steered you into making them very, very rich, even though they already had a monopoly on so many things, including half the media, which is how their advertisers are paid for. You think a dollar, their, their tax bill will go up one dollar because that little trick that everyone forgot about, how they said they were going to donate their profits that they made in Russia because they were so upset about the oligarch war. They're going to write off every single penny and more. And what about this drug that was supposed to cure everything? And I don't just mean the phony vaccine, which did nothing but make people weaker and more susceptible. I point to Washington, D.C. But all the other drugs that they tweaked that were generic, and now they all have an exclusivity on. What about all that profit? Are they going to pay one more dollar? This isn't about them. This is about you. From the, the guy barely hanging on to one of those Half of the restaurants, they could stay in business. That's who will pay more. The waitresses, too. Americans for tax reform on the energy portion. The legislation would impose a regressive tax on oil and gas development based upon emission levels of methane during production, leading to... Which means all of this trickery, the million barrels a day, the frozen taxes, the Democrat whores, even not the fat ones that look like beanbags like Pritzker, the other whores who've alleviated their people with taxes. After this election, look out, baby. You'll be back at $8. It'll be at levels you've never seen. Because what the Democrat mafia understands is the more that it fails, the more power and more money we keep feeding the beast that's killing us. Higher energy bills for consumers and higher costs of everyday products. Are they wrong? We've worked with all those industries all the way through this piece of legislation on my side. All of my staff did. And when they're talking about the things they're talking about, that's not true at all. When's the last time they've been right? When is the last time the government predictions 
on anything. Anything. And you don't have to be obvious and go for health care, which they mucked up. 400% rate increases, 50% less doctors and hospitals. That's the best example they have. That's their version of success. And if you get too itchy, you start to notice too much, then bring out old pickle face, the best whore of them all. I thought it'd be Kamala Harris. Ironically, it's this 80-year-old old Dago. If you're in an indoor congregate setting and you go to the computer and click on the CDC map, and you see that the county that you're in is an orange or a red zone, then when you're in a congregate indoor setting, wear a mask. Yeah. I got your mask right here from one day go to another. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Whatever happened to the rent is too damn high guy? That's the guy that should come back and run for mayor of Illinois. I mean, uh, mayor of Chicago and governor of Illinois. Rent is too damn high. He's way ahead of his time. Way ahead of his time. All right, let's go to the lines. John, East Chicago, Indiana. Hey, Sean, how are you? Good, John. I got to make a comment about Brett Bear. Uh, I know you met, you mentioned briefly that you like him. Um, I'll always, whenever he comes on radio or TV, I don't care what channel, your channel or, or Fox News on TV or whatever, I I turn the channel for five or ten minutes. I can't stand the guy. On the night of the election in 2020, one of the reporters said to him, he was at the anchor desk, and said there's reports coming in from the five key states of major complaints about uh, cheating. And he said, there's no evidence for that. There's no evidence for that. Yeah. There's no evidence for that. He was in a studio all day. How would he have the knowledge to be able to make that statement? Well, it's funny. I was doing election night coverage. This is one of my favorite favorite things in radio. Really, I was so blessed. Bruce Dumont asked me to do election night coverage, and I did. And um, it was unbelievable. When you were doing it, you have a different perspective because going into 1030, there was no way Biden could have won anything. They shut the countdown. We had, we had interviewed a, yeah. a Democrat on, on uh, Bruce Dumont's show. We had interviewed a Democrat from California who said it's a, it's a mathematical virtual impossibility for Biden to win. That's how we left. Wake up in the morning, and he took the election. Now, everybody knew what everybody knows. I mean, you know, here's the other thing, John. Everybody knows what these Democrats are. La Cosa Nostra. They're mafia members. Not a political party. They lie, cheat, and steal with every damn bill. They've been doing it to us for 100 years. In the meantime, i got to pretend this was legitimate. But the other reason that I have a problem with all reporters who did not have one inkling to investigate any information is COVID. The reaction to COVID, which was orchestrated while Trump was president, but the underbelly of politics, the mafia, worked underneath, around, and behind to make sure they shut this country down. And that is why I have absolute contempt for all of them. And I mean that. All of, I like Brett Baer, but how dare he? He's a reporter. You have the platform. You have an obligation. What are there, five guys, that, you know, including women, that took this on and went after the data? That, to me, is outrageous. And I'll tell you what I mean, John. I'll give you a prime example because you gave me a nice segue into a clip. There's a Chicago gangster company that popped up out of nowhere and cooked the data that pickle Face Fauci and the rest of the mafia 
used to take away our lives, our freedom, our liberty, and destroy the trajectory of a free nation. And it went unnoticed. In fact, this news clip I have, this is from India. And also a series of questions are being raised over the data set that was published in the Lancet Medical Journal last week. Remember, this study had, of course, triggered the suspension of HCQ clinical trials around the world. And now a mismatch has been found between the study data and also what has been publicly available information. Now, according to an investigation that's been carried out by The Guardian, the misleading data had been collected by a Chicago-based data analytics company called Surgisphere Corporation. Surgisphere. Surgisphere. Go ahead, look it up for yourself. See what you could find out about this phony company that was set up by political pimps and whores to cook, fraud, and cheat data. To steal. To steal your rights. It had supplied data to Lancet for the controversial study on the health risks of hydroxychloroquine for COVID-19 patients. Now, two of the world's leading medical journals, The Lancet and also the New England Journal of Medicine, had published studies based on this data that was, that was given by Surgisphere. Now, the Lancet paper is under the scanner as about 140 researchers have raised some serious questions about the data that was used. The company has also made several false claims about the report and data mentioned on their website. The studies had been co-authored by the firm's chief, Sapan Desai, and the company so far has failed to adequately explain its data and the methodology that it had employed. Now, the Guardian's claims come out even stronger as the little-known US-based company only has a handful of employees, including a science fiction writer and also someone who's being described as an adult content model. She's an, she's an adult film actress who Kamala Harris is herself on the Internet before working for this company that changed the trajectory of this country. Did you know that? I know the accent is hard. But do you know why it's hard? Because you can't get an American reporter to report that story. That should be Brett Baer's voice. And you wouldn't have to deal with the accent. However, that's why I have a grudge against so-called reporters. Because they're not reporters. The reason we're in this circumstance is because they're Pravda. They're puppets of the mafia government. They sold out. They sold their obligation to you, their obligation to the truth, for money and power. They're no better than these 50 thieve aldermen in the city of Chicago. Same thing. They'd rather cozy up with them so they could get their moron kids a job than do the right thing so they could protect your kids' future. That's why I have contempt for all of them. Because you have a chance. This is what courage is. You stand for something or you bow for it all. Every American reporter should have ripped apart the lies we've faced over these last three years. And how do you get your time back? How do you get your money back? And most of all, how do you get your freedom back? Because you gave it away. And now all it takes is the voice of one of these 80-year-old whores. 80 years old. Every single one of them. They're phony vaccines, they're phony boosters, they're phony nonsense that's supposed to keep everybody safe and healthy. It's a bribery scheme. It doesn't have jack to do with the fact of we being free men. Now we're all slaves, hoping they don't put their attention on us. Why do you think in this bill, $80 billion for IRS agents? Because if you wiggle against them, you're going to go to prison like you had a weapon and there was a real insurrection. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. 
The Answer. AM 560. The Answer. I want to fly like an eagle to the sea. The UN. What a money laundering scheme they are. Warning humanity. We're one miscalculation away from nuclear annihilation. As Iran now has a video about nuking New York City. Isn't that great since Biden stole the election? Well, what happened? I thought you were so close. I mean, after all, the communist Chinese bribed your crackhead son and gave your family directly over 30 million in a bribery scheme. Can't you reason, Grasshopper? America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot, him, uh, foot, foot excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping traveling. Well, why didn't, when you were traveling, Grasshopper, why didn't you work this all out? I got to wait to see if he blows up the Speaker of the House. Then I got to pretend to be upset if he does. Ooh, then we'll go to nuclear war with him and Russia and Iran and all your friends. Not to mention, we got the terrorists. You gave the, just an entire country and $85 billion in weapons. I don't mean the Nazis in Ukraine. Those are the good Nazis. I'm talking about the Taliban. I mean, where exactly is your success? See, here's the other thing. You're feeble and you're weak. Well, President Biden is back in isolation tonight after testing positive for COVID again. So get him out. What do I got? Is he my grandpappy? Oh, I hope he pulls through. Get his wrinkled ass and throw him on the curb till he can prove that he's fit. In the meantime, get the best lunch date in Washington, D.C. in there. Let's see what happens. How much worse could it get? Don in Chicago. Yeah, um, you know, the upcoming election, I always hear from the left how, you know, they want every vote counted. And they're always worried somebody's going to be disenfranchised. And they always want to allow in Illinois votes to come in past the election day and count them. Because they're and stealing I don't the elections. The, yeah, and, and I don't know, maybe this is a new way to explain it to them, and maybe this will make sense, hopefully. All right. You know, whatever length of time it is, people are allowed to vote, whether it's three weeks, four weeks, give them two months. <laughs> you have two months to vote. Yeah. Now, in that period of time, there's a beginning and an end. The end is on Election Day, and that's the end of it. But you can't say you didn't have enough time. You had two months. And in that two months, when these mail-in ballots come in, the outside of the envelope has a code on it or an address, and it gives us two months Don, you know to what look you're at doing. the address and say, and, and say, hey, wait a minute, there's four people at this address. We should get no more than four you're votes. You're cursed with address, that American guilt. You must be religious. You're cursed with a lot of guilt you shouldn't have. And once again, you're doing what thing, good people, my, my, my wife, my mother, women, uncles I had, nice, wonderful people. You're doing it. Again, you're doing it. we got to stop doing it. Stop accommodating <laughs> morons. Stop putting all, up all losers in life. Here's how it works. You got one day. If you give them two months and you say. I don't want to give them anything. I'm tired of downshifting. We don't, no. we don't start counting until the end of the two months. They, I'm so tired of downshifting to morons. You got one day. That's how election day works. <laughs> one day. You got one day. Get your well, fat ass that. to the polls. And here, I'll even do it with blockchain. You know how you trade trillions of dollars every day? This way you log in, you give your little fingerprint or your facey ID or whatever it is, and we validate that you are actually alive and you are qualified and eligible. Because I remember, Don, oh, I do. I remember New Jersey. Now, you remember how it goes, right? New York invented political corruption. New Jersey perfected it. Illinois made it an art form. New Jersey, you remember? In the election? You voted in the election in January of last year? Uh, the presidential. Uh, yeah. And did you register? No, I wasn't registered either. 
Are you registered now? Oh, I never filled anything no. out. No. Okay. Then I can't see how you can vote because you're no, not registered. Remember, I do remember him. Okay. Remember, we was allowing anyone to come in. We was allowing anybody to come in, and they say presidential. Yeah, Dorney General did just let us. Okay. I'll let you fill out. We were allowing anybody to come in. I remember him. You heard a Democrat whore in the back? Oh, I remember you. You're the Irish guy. Yeah, I know. You're not a citizen? Don't worry about it. Whether or not it's going to be, uh, they're going to count it, I don't know. But I don't know if it works because I'm an oil, but I'm an oil citizen. I'm not. It doesn't matter. I mean, are you, you have some citizenship here? With the work visa, yeah. Listen, we'll let you do it. They'll figure that out. They'll figure it out. And the next thing you know, you got an 80-year-old whore for president. I don't mean the vice president. I mean Joe Biden, who's been a mafia whore since he had hair, his own hair, not that dead hair he sewed to his head. Let's go to somebody who supports that kind of thing. Tom in Deer Park. Hey, Sean. Hi. Um, you, you guys were talking about Brett Baer. Um, well, while I don't watch Fox, I, I'm, I'm keen to the situation. If you remember, Chris Steyerwalt was the reporter behind the scenes that made the call in Arizona, which was accurate. But MAGA world Wait a minute, was just so, so I understand, angry. you think that Joe Biden won the election, Tom? I know that he won the election. Now get off my show, dummy. You're too stupid oh, to listen. Idiot. How many times I got to throw this guy off? Take your ass and go to the dumb station. 81 million people didn't vote for this whore. Didn't happen. Here's who voted for him. You voted in the election in January of last year? Uh, the presidential. Uh, yeah. And did you register? No, I wasn't registered either. Are you registered now? Oh, I never filled anything no. out. No. Okay, then I can't see how you can vote because you're no, not registered. Remember, I do remember him. Okay. Remember, we was allowing anyone to we come in. We was allowing anybody to come in. We was allowing anybody to come in. And all the union organized crime figures. Come on, boys. Come on in. Right? Not to mention the illegal aliens. Oh, it's true. They did it. Then they got the free insurance. What else are we going to get? Free college. But I always like when you ask an actual Democrat, a roach, one who wants welfare, but never really wants to give money. How are you going to pay for all this stuff? For your colleges? Yeah. For everybody? Yeah. Free colleges for everybody. Free? Yeah. Print the name, signature, email, and then the uh, additional percentage of your salary that you'd like to donate in order to be able to afford it. What? I'll get you next time. What? These are two different guys. This is a litany of California scum pretending to be virtuous. They're Democrats. But how much of your salary you want to give scum? And they all take a beeline for the car. I thought it was just a petition. I'm going to have to think about that. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'll be back. All right. Thank you. And then right here, you're going to put the percentage of your uh, salary that you would like to donate annually in order to help pay for cr- free college. Oh, <laughs> I can't do that. You can't do that? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, do any of you guys want to do that? To this? Pay for it. Pay for it? No. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So now? Yeah. All right. No, no worries at all. Not a one of them. See, it's easy to give away somebody else's money, you Democrat scum. You don't have the testicle fortitude to steal it yourselves. You want the government to do it. So you have these mafia members like Joe Biden, Joe Manchin, Schmuck Schumer, Nancy, I can't feel my face, Pelosi, whatever you do, do not get another facelift. We already had somebody with a cleft chin. 312-642-5600. 
This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. So sick and tired of bringing down our standards to these corrupt, incompetent losers. It's easy to take someone else's money and give it away. Go to work, bums. Gordon, Dyer, Indiana. Hey, how you doing, Sean? Uh, Good, Gordon. Yeah, I was curious what happened to all the people that uh, signed those affidavits of the voter fraud. Did they get thrown They're being in audited. Are they insurrectionists? Huh? They're being audited. Oh, so it didn't get swept under the rug. It's still alive. That's what I'm, I'm being facetious. Of course it did. Of course it got swept under the rug. Just like Surgisphere. Did you ever hear of that company, Surgisphere? Uh-huh. They frauded all the data. It was used to shut down your life, forever change uh-huh. the trajectory of everyone's life in America and around the world. Some two-bit, two-bit Chicago Democrat mafia company. And they were paid a ton of money, and now they're gone. Can't even find them. Not even an investigation. Nothing. Other countries are talking about it. This is what happens when you're connected. That's why. You think it's a political party, Gordon? You're too smart for that. You know what it is. Black yeah, yeah. You. you think it's a couple of Italian guys that made uh, uh, the, the uh, Godfather? The Godfather is nothing compared to the DNC. Scott, Chicago. Sean, yes. you hit it on the head every day, Bill. You slay me, okay? Thank you, bro. One. Let's make voting one day a national holiday. No ifs, ands, or buts, no excuses. Yeah, but that's the only day we can get those fat asses in Chicago to work. They got to drive around and rummage up the bumps. Well, that's one day. That's it. How much cheating can they do in one day? Oh, well, enough that you got an 80-year-old dementia patient with a wet diaper. That's pretty good. Well, we know, <laughs> we know that, and we got another one on the way that we don't need her going over there either. Oh, yeah, she'll be fine. Don't Taiwan, more trouble. Let's be um, in war with uh, China and Russia at the same time. By the way, who's watching oh, the news God. with more anticipation of her plane being blown up and with more hookers? Paul Pelosi oh, my or God. Vladimir Putin? You have hit it on the head. That's what everybody is saying oh, and joking about today. Of course he is. He's at the winery right John, now. He's walking around in his Speedo with 70 friend. hookers in there. Yeah, that's great. Hope <laughs> she makes it. Start thinking... You need to start thinking about where you're going to do your show remotely, okay? Because it ain't going to be long, brother. I am. I'm in Studio Xanadu, baby, South Florida. Can't you tell by my jovial nature? Tom in Blue Island. Hey, Sean. Every, I received, and my wife did, and everyone else around there did, received a mail-in ballot. Now, I went and voted in Blue Island, and I said this at the time. I went to City Hall. Now, what would have stopped some scumbag like a guy from Deer Park, from going and voting at his local place and then putting one of these ba- these ma- ballots that came by mail. Listen, you know, you know what's funny? Right in the one state, of these drop the boxes. Thing. Nothing. The that Don that is a good guy, about, but he doesn't understand what you're saying. The state of Arizona buddy. that he's talking about, they have same-day voter registration. So you walk in, my name's Joe Matarazzi. I live on Main Street, 123. Give me the ballot. Not to mention the ballot harvesting. You remember Rodriguez. Rachel. What I do in picking up the ballots when he was with me, that's illegal. I could go to jail. So I, I'm a little apprehensive to tell somebody what I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? And again, once he works with me once, he's going to say she's... I, I guess Trump was right. <laughs> I'm sorry. About doing illegal? I'm sorry? About doing stuff illegal? Yeah. <laughs> 
They all said he was full of Oh, hell no, he's not. Thank you, Rachel Rodriguez. That's a confession. Ta-da! That's exactly right. Frankie! Lake County. Hey, hey, hey Sean, listen, uh, I got a, a question. Facebook, do you think uh, that the Predator uh, governor, if you post things, you know, negative or against or pro-republic, you know, just against his ideas, do you think that he has the ability or would target conservative people, you know, to speak out against you know, yes. the oligarchy. Yes. Absolutely you know, unequivocally. Okay. How many how many guys I, you know I, that own I, businesses? I got a very good friend of mine. Restaurant business. He said, you know what, I'm gonna stay open. I don't care what they do. Thankfully the town he was in, he had a good mayor at the time, a wonderful guy. He said, Do what you want to do. I'm not gonna shut you down. This isn't the Soviet Union. What's the first thing that happened when Pritzker yeah. got First thing that happened, the, 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 the Illinois, all the agents come in. You got the right booze? Let me see your receipts. I, same thing. Of course. So the answer is, come on, Frankie, you're asking a rhetorical question, aren't you? Exactly, of course you are. But, uh, and as far as I Facebook, old school. Yeah. as far as Facebook, listen, there was a, a testimony very about three years ago where they, they called in that, that moron dweeb. What's his name? Zuckerberg. And oh, they I shook him down. Yeah. They shook him down in a Ravenswood way. They basically said, help. And then all of a sudden you started to hear misinformation. They already had Google because they threatened to break up Google. You remember that, Frankie. You remember how they threatened Elizabeth Warren. Here's a Google executive. Didn't know she was being recorded. Thank you again, Project Veritas. Elizabeth Warren is saying that we should break up Google. I'm like, I know her, but she's very misguided. Like, that will not make it better. It'll make it worse because now all these smaller companies who don't have the same resources that we do will be charged with preventing the next Trump situation. Again, it wasn't. All these smaller companies that don't have the same resources we do will be in charge of preventing the next Trump. Through what? Through censorship and misinformation. The real misinformation. The government misinformation. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. My next guest, boy, it's always hard to introduce somebody like my next guest. You know who he is. First of all, capitalist extraordinaire. Legendary in giving advice, his opinion, his broad scope of worldwide economics. It's it's legendary. His brain is big, his hair is perfect, and he never wears socks. His name, Steve Cortez. How you doing, handsome? I'm doing wonderfully. With that intro, though, I should just hang up on the head and let you continue. <laughs> I mean, how else do I introduce you? Not only that, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. Uh, you know, it was great. You're the only time in radio history when a guy says, hey, I'm going to move on, but I really think you should have this guy take my spot. Uh, what could I say? How could I show yeah. my affection well, and, for you? 
and I actually meant it. I think sometimes people do that because they want to sabotage, right, the show, and they want to look good compared to their successor. In this case, it was far from the, the reality. I, I legitimately said, you'd be crazy to not have Sean Thompson do this show, and, and it's worked out wonderfully, and I hear nothing but accolades from everyone I know in Chicago, even though I don't live in Chicago anymore because I had to flee because of Pritzker and others. Uh, even though and, I don't uh, live there, I talk to people all the time, of course, lots of friends and family, and I often hear about just how great your show is and how popular it is. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm always very excited about that. But I want to say this is something that gets me in a lot of trouble because I'm very well aware of exactly why people left. You had to leave like O'Leary's cow kicked the lantern oven over, and the reality is... If we were really smart, we'd have left 20 years ago. We kept thinking we could fight back. We underestimated the corruption of man, more importantly, the corruption of our fellow Illinoisan. As right now, Steve, this is an unbelievable statistic. I've had pollsters on my show and everything. This fat bastard is still up 10 points. Yeah. Well, but not for long, I think. I Listen, I do believe um, as, as dire as the situation is in Illinois and as much as it, it has compelled people like me to leave, I do believe that the, the present crisis all over America, but it's, and it's bad all over America, but it's worse in Illinois, uh, the crisis, particularly as it relates to inflation, to me creates an opportunity and an opening. And so if there is ever a time to triumph over this corrupt democratic cabal, it is this year, it is 2022. And Pritzker, uh, to me, no matter how much money he has, I think there's two things. Number one is the inflation backdrop that I mentioned. But number two, he's very busy running for president. And he's very busy traveling all over the country doing so. Delusions yeah. of grandeur. He believes he can be president. And he's taking his eye off the ball uh, while his state is in such a predicament, is in such a quagmire. I think, again, creates an opening. So I really believe that if we can properly position this upcoming November election as a referendum on J.B. Prisker, an up or down vote on his just horrific leadership of the state, then I think there's a chance, even in reliably blue uh, Illinois, that things can shift. And by the way, part of the reason I say that is if you look at the polling on Joe Biden, Biden polls far, far worse than does J.B. Pritzker. Now, that doesn't really make sense from a standpoint of logic because they are political bedfellows in every way. If anything, Pritzker might even be in some ways worse than Biden. I mean, the only difference is 300 pounds. What the hell's the difference? Well, right. <laughs> takes all of his food off his plate. It's by preposterous. Plate. But the idea that American standards are so low that we would be strapped with either one of these political whores sure. makes me sick to my stomach. And then you couple that with the audacity, the sheer audacity of this slob of a man criticizing states that are run perfectly, efficiently. States where his manatee family runs to for half of the right. year as the lovely Mrs. Pritzker and the offspring are in Florida half the year. And he yet still insults DeSantis, still insults, yes. insults red states that are not welfare roach states like his. You know, you, 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 do you laugh or do you cry? Because now we have no integrity when it comes to the election system as it sits. None. And these blue states are making sure we will never have any. So they can ballot harvest their way into a victory where before you know it, you got a feeble fascist for president. Well, listen, laugh or cry, we have to take action, right? And, and by the way, one way to take action regarding, because I get, I get this objection a lot from, from right-thinking people of, Steve, does it matter because these elections are going to be corrupted regardless, right? We're, we're not going to get an accurate vote count out of it. If we have eyes on the process, I believe that, that this very flawed election system that we have in most states, a couple states do it right, but this very flawed election process can be accurate enough 
Now, that's not good enough for America, but it can be accurate enough for this year if there's enough eyes in the process. And the reason I say that is not just um, on a whim. It's because if you look at the state of Virginia, which is almost as blue as Illinois, typically, they elected not just a conservative Republican governor, but the entire slate of statewide offices. But why? I think a huge reason is what happened there. There was an upswell, a popular surge of people who volunteered to be election judges, to run for office themselves, to be poll watchers. Um, in the prior midterm there, they have off-year elections, so it was 2021. In 2017, they only had 35% of all those volunteer election positions filled. In 2021, they had 95% of them filled. And I believe that is a massive reason, eyes on the process, why Glenn Youngkin was able to uh, to triumph in a very blue state. By the way, an even bluer state, more like Illinois, Governor Murphy of uh, of New Jersey, who gives Pritzker a run for his money as the worst as the worst governor in America, Murphy barely survived in deeply blue uh, New Jersey. And Sean, yeah. things have gotten demonstrably worse since 2021. And there's still, yeah, there's still the t- inflation. And my problem is he's got enough corrupted vote, you know, in my opinion. So does this mean, you know, this is a long-winded way. You're going to pass on the S&S Moving Company. I had this big prospectus I sent you. I never heard anything. Sean and Steve's Moving Company, we only move good people to good states. You're saying no to this? At least for now, I want to fight for Illinois. I want to fight for Illinois. And by the way, to that point about Florida, or about, about Pittsburgh daring to go to these successful red states and criticize them, it was, it's a scathing speech that he gave a couple weekends ago when he went to the state of Florida. And I wrote an article about this. It was posted at Real Clear Politics and encouraged the audience if they uh, would like to see it. I put a lot of data in there, not just opinion, a lot of data about how successful Florida is on every metric you look at compared to Illinois. Um, and not only that, the, the extra, that would be bad enough for him to dare to go down there, right, and critique the, the most successful governor in America. I call him Governor Beeslow. That would be bad enough. But it's made far worse, and you touched on it, by the fact that Pritzker owns a lavish equestrian estate, which, hey, I think is fantastic. $24 million. He bought for, Yeah, okay. He bought it for twelve and a half. It's worth $24 million. I just got the, 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 uh, the thing on it. Do you believe that? Remember this during the hey, and you know what? Good for him. And of course, it's doubled in price because it's Florida, the successful state. That's the, the that's the favorite part. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, remember this: that during the lockdowns, when he said shelter in place, when he ordered, when he was a tyrannical king, not a governor serving the people, not an elected public servant, but a tyrannical king over the American people with his unscientific and illegal lockdowns, he told Illinoisans. The pleas, he told us, you proletariat, you shelter in place, no unnecessary travel, while his family flew privately, where? To Florida. To the free yeah. state of Florida, where Governor DeSantis was being reasonable uh, and, and the virus was being treated um, in a logical and sensible way, where schools were not closed, where children were not masked, where restaurants stayed open. And his family frolicked in the sunshine of the very state that he then returns to two yeah. years later to yeah. demonize uh, and because he thinks he's running for president and he believes he might be running against DeSantis. I mean, the gall of this guy, it is just, it, it's almost beyond description, but I'd like to think if anyone can describe it, Sean, it's you and it's me. Well, he does spur the economy down here. That's why they don't get too mad at, at him. After all, when his whole family's here, they have to hire like 14 natives just to put sunscreen on their fat asses. So there is always an upside economically to the Floridians. But let's go a little macro here, because this is the sure. part I like having you on. So what do they do? They're running the scam. The country is bankrupt. It cannot exist without printing money. It just needs creative excuses. So let's call it an inflation reduction. Let's call it unicorns and lollipops, whatever you want to call it. But the reality is this country's broke. 
broke. Right. And it cannot work unless we keep printing up money. Now you just have to put lipstick on pigs, and I don't just mean the vice president. So all you need now is a good excuse. Right. Listen, so here's what's been done in the last few months since inflation has absolutely exploded, right? And it's, and it's crushing the prosperity of Americans. Real wages are crashing in this country, inflation at 40-year highs. And that's, by the way, the government reads it, which I think is far too low for where it actually is for Americans' lives. But even taking their statistics, right, we're at crisis levels. And what has Washington, D.C. done in the last few months? Number one, they sent a mountain of money to Ukraine, $40 billion that we do not have, over $60 billion in total, but that yeah. package, $40 billion of money we do not have that we had to borrow to go over and to unfortunately escalate a war in which America has no national interest at all, um, but a war that serves, unfortunately, the Washington war machine, the same people who gave us Afghanistan and Iraq, and a war in this case, which has the, the added problem of massively exacerbating the inflation that already exists because of Biden. And then after that, as if that weren't enough, they now pass this you know, ridiculously misnamed inflation, uh, you know, Fight Inflation Act, right? Which is doing exact, it's doing more of exactly that which caused the inflation in the first place, which is exorbitant, out of control borrowing and spending. Only in Washington, D.C. could they actually, with a straight face, say, oh, this is going to fight inflation. No, it is going to exacerbate and accelerate inflation. We are already at absolute crisis levels in this country. It's why, Sean, consumer confidence, as measured by the University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Survey, survey that goes all the way back to the 1950s, right now as we speak, is at an all-time low. I mean, think of that. Think of what America has gone through, 60s, 70s, um, 9-11, dot-com bubble, all of it. Consumer confidence has never been lower than it is right now, and it's because of inflation. So let me ask you this, because it's a rare few guys that like the truth, right? The truth doesn't have manners. The truth is ugly. You know, if you're a size 16, you're going to ask me how you look in yoga pants. You ain't going to like the answer. Can Americans <laughs> handle the truth, or do they love the lie? Has the lie gone on long enough? You know, I mean, there's a bunch of people out there that still want to believe Chaz Bono's a guy. Uh, do they want to be told the truth? Right. I think at this point they do, or they will very soon, because of inflation. Again, so I would have agreed with you, and I would have had a more cynical take before this inflation explosion. I would have said, you know what? People want their largesse from government, unfortunately, even if they claim they don't, right? They like the checks, they, uh, and they're willing to, to sort of disregard or, or put their head in the sand and not look at reality, right, economic reality. But now that we have finally hit you know, the broad and intense inflationary spiral, and we are in it, and, and people really, really feel it, right? I mean, it's, it's very, yeah. very intense. Um, particularly for the necessities of life, and especially for people who aren't wealthy, right? Some of the wealthy do quite well with inflation. Nobody in the middle or lower income brackets does well with inflation. They just simply, the math just you know, works that way. They cannot handle it because non-discretionary items are such a massive part of their monthly outlay. And people are really hurting. I'll tell you, I've been campaigning all over this country for the candidates I believe in in 2022, a lot of it in Illinois, um, but all over the country. And I've talked to hundreds, if not thousands, of regular citizens. And, uh, you know, what I just mentioned about consumer sentiment being at an all-time low, you, I didn't have to see that survey because I knew it uh, from looking in the eyes and hearing the voices of regular citizens all over this country and how angst-ridden they are. And, Sean, it is, it's really it's gripping. When you oh, talk I know. To I, I, I listen. To one mother, I, I, I have to deal with the real Illinois people. And she, and she said to me, uh, she said, I didn't put my son in baseball this summer because I couldn't afford it by the time I paid the rent and filled up the car. 
I mean, I wanted to cry. I mean, so the kid didn't play baseball. I mean, holy cow. Like, these are the kind of real-world decisions that are going on right now. This is the kind of catastrophe that's happening nationwide, okay? And most of the blame belongs to Washington, D.C. But to bring this back to Illinois, it is far worse in Illinois. And again, I like to use numbers and data. Let's talk about gasoline prices, right? It's a problem nationwide, massive problem. And again, it's caused by Biden and his cronies being anti-energy, anti-domestic fossil fuel production in this country. But it's far worse in Illinois. And if you look at the neighboring states, if you go to the AAA website right now and look at the neighboring states of Illinois, on average, gasoline in Illinois is 68 cents a gallon more than those neighboring states. So it's a national problem, but it's much worse, unfortunately, in the land of Lincoln. And that is because of the corruption of J.B. Pritzker and a lot of people going. But, hey, here's the good news. You get to pay through the nose for gasoline, but at least you might get carjacked on the way home in yeah. Chicago, right? I mean, Think so about how that, lucky, that, though, Steve. Think about how lucky we were compared to our kids. We had opportunity. We had thriving business in Chicago. We had, you know, literally hundreds of thousands of more opportunities in the city that we grew up in. And if it wouldn't have been for that still last bastion of capitalism that now is gone, this, this, this is a, a devastating economy that very few people can survive. So it's heartbreaking to watch, and I'm hoping the good people want to do something about it. I'm just worried because there's always a lot more Democrat roaches than good people. But I'm optimistic. And the other thing I picked up on during our little conversation is apparently you were in the area. You didn't call me for a cigar, so you're a bit of a jerk. I'd like to end on a high note. Well, I'm, I'm going to be back a lot between now and Election Day, and I promise that we're going to have a cigar. I mean, really. I mean, you know, you know, you're or not going to pay for it. I mean, you know how you are. Your 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 arms get short when you get something. Come on, just stop yeah. over. Will you well, please? who can afford anything with Pritzker and Biden's inflation? Yeah. Dan Prof. We'll you. put it on his bill. Him and his fan, fancy right. country club guys will pay for it. All right. You promise? Next time you're in town, you stop by. I certainly do. All right, brother. Say hello to everybody. You bet. Thank you, Sean. All right. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, in the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Wow, you know how many bars I walked into to this song, Squirrel? When it was new. That's how old I am. Of course, back then, you could get a fracking job. You didn't need government to pay for your life. You know, before the Soviets took over the Democrat mafia. Back then, it was just a simple mafia. Now we got all kinds of different problems. Henry, Chicago. Yeah, hi, Sean. Yes, Henry. Hi. Hey, you know, I went, I went to rent a van from U-Haul the other day, and I couldn't get one. They finally called me back, and they said somebody canceled their uh, their reservation. I said, oh, okay. So I went over and got the van, and then they, I said, well, I need some pads. He said, nope, we don't have any pads. He said, we don't have pads or trucks because they're from the northwest suburbs. They're all moving down to Texas or Florida, and they're not. nobody's in their one ways. Nobody's bringing them back. So, now, there are it, some it, smart it, people it, out it's there. It's insane. You know, I, I, um, I have a real estate company, and that's what I do. I move people down here. And it is where there's one door available, there's 30 people from around the country running to the door. So when people go, oh, it's going to come down, it's going to come down in the Illinois. It's going to go down in New Jersey. It's going to go down in California. It's going to go down where the Democrats have destroyed it. Everybody wants to run to the good states. It may stagnate, it may be on the market longer, but it's a different kind of economy because good people don't want to be extorted. These Democrat mafia states can exist only on one game, and that's extortion 
and payoffs to their corrupt friends, also their strongest voters. And in there lies the real problem. Craig, well, and I, I, Mount I agree with you. Oh, sorry. I'll use it there because because here's here's what I do. I hung up on somebody. What I do there? All right, Harry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, babe. Okay. Here's what here's what uh, people don't realize, don't understand what the Democratic Party does. Okay. And Trump talked about it because farmers they'll be they'll work the farmers or kids. You know, with their parent, their parents' farm, and then they could that that gets left to them, and they t- have to pay capital gains tax. People understand when you got a business and you 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 want you buy properties or whatever and build a business up, then you get have to if you want to sell it, you got to pay capital gains tax. Then when you die, okay, then they want to take then they want to to pay inheritance tax. The most and immoral, and if, immoral tax that's ever been thought of. It's it's insanity. The idea that we even entertain this. Shows you how unmoored we are from the principles of America. You don't tax people for dying. They've paid their taxes all through their life. You're going to tax them again? That's what yeah. goes to show you. You know, when, it, when a country, when your property is what they let you keep, you're a slave. More and more people got to start figuring that out, Henry. Thank you very much, brother, for the call. I appreciate it. Craig Mount Green, where we don't have a lot of time. What's up, babe? Lugger, thanks for taking my call. Listen, these up. Uh, Democrats are a lot more sinister than, uh, you know, uh, we even uh, even can imagine. Now, this thing with Pelosi on the airplane and all stuff like that. Now, besides going over there, they have a, a super high-end vacation for her and her friends and all the other people and load up on all kinds of crap from all over the, the world and, you know, getting get flown around and all that kind of thing. Yeah. They got to have something to their sleeve that, that, that they can do further damage and everything like that. What do you think? What do you think is going on with Well, that? they're going to come back with some new agreement. They're going to come back as if they, they, they looked the uh, devil in the eye and the devil back down. It's all political. After all, that's all she did. That's all she's ever done. She's good at absolutely nothing, even thinking. I'm sick of this stuff. We have to talk about it because the American people think the reason for inflation is government spending more money. Simply not true. When we're having this discussion, it's important to dispel some of those who say, well, it's the government spending. No, it isn't. The government spending is doing the exact reverse, reducing the national debt. The government spending goes back into their pockets in pay-to-play scams in every industry. The whole damn thing is a Ponzi scheme. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Yeah, the phony Republicans are going to have a lot to run against. Of course, they're not going to do jack about any of it because they love the money laundering scheme, the pay-to-play. They just want their name on the bottom of the checks. That's what they want. They've been running against this corruption for decades Decades, every bad policy. You know, this thing is 700 pages, the uh, Inflation Turbo Act. Oh, you could call it Reduction Act. You, I, I'm not used to repeating things morons. So it's the Inflation Turbo Act. And what it will do to inflation will make the guys at Porsche jealous. They're going to say, how'd you do that? Easy. We're going to increase taxes and spending. That's exactly how we're going to do it. And we're going to pretend it's good. And if we keep saying it, enough and enough and enough, Morons will keep repeating it. But does anybody really know what's in it? Do you think that the 17 uh, Republican senators, 24 Congress birthing people and other that voted for it, have any idea what's in it? 
Democrats' plans for that new corporate minimum tax would hit the manufacturing industry the hardest. That's according to an analysis by the Joint Committee on Taxation. Under this proposal, companies with a billion dollars in profit or more would have to pay at least a 15% tax rate. Right. Oh, I'll bet they don't. I'll bet they don't. I'll bet if they've been bribing, not just politicians, political whores, but ones that make the decisions, you know, like pickle face Fauci, I bet they don't pay a dollar. Hey, Joe, it's a beat for Pfizer in the first quarter on both revenue and earnings. Earnings coming in at $1.62 on an adjusted basis uh, per share versus analyst average estimate of $1.47. Revenue was $25.7 billion. Analysts had been looking for $23.9 billion. Company reiterating its full-year revenue forecast of $98 billion to $102 billion in revenue. That's Not $1 will Pfizer pay because they've bought all the political whores they need to. Is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. And all that money that they spend to buy propaganda, to buy politicians, all of it, right off. They don't have to pay anything. In fact, what this gives them is an, is, is an excuse to blow more of the $102 billion they've earned since you were forced to stick that experiment into your arm. My favorite is when they asked that foreign bastard CEO. I want to get a little into the weeds here and the mRNA technology. When you and, you and your, your colleagues were trying to decide which route to go down, the traditional vaccine route or the mRNA route, you, you write that... Um, it was, quote, most counterintuitive to go the mRNA route. And yet you went that route. Explain why. I can explain why. It gave them exclusivity. It gave them the phony new vaccine that was going to work just great. It was counterintuitive because Pfizer was mastering, or let's say we had very good experience and expertise with the multiple technologies that could uh, give a vaccine. Adenoviruses, that some of the other vaccines are. We we were very good in doing that. Um, protein vaccines, we were very good in doing that, and plus many other technologies. Um, mRNA was the technology, but we had less experience, only two years working on this. And actually, mRNA was a technology that never delivered a single product until that day. Oh, but it delivered $102 billion in profit counterintuitive in case there's cps students that don't know how to change a station that's bad but it does explain so hundreds more people uh, are dying per week in england and wales than usual and it's not from covid no i think it's from the new vaccine terry rogers park yeah uh if i remember right uh during the debate between uh, trump and biden uh, trump asked if he was going to close down the pipelines and open the borders uh, Biden just grinned and said no. And I'd like to hear a rerun of that debate. And Hold if on. I'm right. You ask and you will receive. Plus, you have strong nails. Okay. I have one final Would question. Would he close it down falls, the oil industry? It falls. Would you close down the oil industry? way, I would transition from the oil industry, yes. Oh, I would that's transition. a big statement. It is a big statement. That's a because big statement. I would stop. Why would you do that? Because the oil industry pollutes significantly. Oh, I see. Here's the deal. But that's a big statement. Well, if you let me finish the statement, 
because it has to be replaced by renewable energy over time, over time. And I'd stop giving to the oil industry. I'd stop moron. giving them federal subsidies. Stuttering he moron. won't give federal subsidies to the to the gas, excuse me, to the to uh, solar. And when, That's when he had his marbles. And yeah. why are we giving it to oil industry? We actually do All give right. it to solar and wind. We and that's maybe the biggest question. statement in terms of business. By the way, you moron, letting people keep their money in the oil industry is not a subsidy. Bribing people to buy products in your electric vehicles, in your solar, in your wind laundering scheme, that is a crime. You're calling letting oil companies keep their money a subsidy. I wonder if that's what you're going to call Pfizer and how you circumvent them from any taxes you pass on the ordinary American. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday. Joe Biden and the Democrat Mafia. Brought to you by Pfizer. Paid for by you. Earnings have never been better. Sure, deaths are through the roof. Sickness. Not to mention you get that, that Bell's palsy where you look like Dr. Awardy. Walking around, you can't control your face. Not the monkeypox, which make you look like a lot of other Democrats, but the Bell's palsy. The Jimmy leg, get the Jimmy leg, you're twitching and whatnot. They don't even know what the hell they gave you, but they do know it made $102 billion. Look at you. 312-642-5600. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560. Just try to remind me of my youth. Hair was thicker. Car was better. Not really. Buick Riviera, man. That was a car. You have, you have no idea. You ever take a look at a 1984 Buick Riviera squirrel? Pull it up on your Google. That's tooling around. Mark Wiremiller. Hey, this is Mark Wiremiller, man on the street. And I'm heading to CPAC this week in Dallas if you want to report. Hey, I got two data points. Pritzker is up in polling by 800 pounds, and he's got a new movie out called 2,000 Meals. You got that? 2,000 Meals? Have you heard of it? Yeah, yeah. You're going to CPAC, huh? You're going to listen to that nonsense where these idiots run, and they promise to do the right thing, and then every year they scrooge us? You're going to listen to that again? close, huh? President Trump's going to be there, and a lot of other people, a lot of doctors, a lot of people talking about the medical vaccines. There's going to be a lot of other stuff going and right. a lot of senators, you know, we've got midterms coming up, so there's going to be a lot going on there. Yeah, a lot of, lot, lot of, lot of manure. A lot of manure. Thank you very much, Mark. I appreciate it. Am I supposed to get behind all that stuff? Because you've been doing this for 12 years. Hey, conservatives, CPAC, you're good for nothing. Good for nothing. I deal in results, not fairy tales. And, by the way, it's really good. You know what it's good for? Fundraising. Ooh, it's wonderful. Millions and billions and that, 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 that. And where the hell is our country? So unless these idiots start voting the way they're supposed to, I say throw these rat bastards out with the Democrats. Jerry, Mundelein. Hey, Sean. So we talked Friday about Bianchi versus Frosch, where the Supreme Court's telling Maryland your assault weapons ban is unconstitutional. Well, yeah. nevertheless, Friday morning, the House passed an assault weapons ban that's going to fail in the Senate. Yeah. It's window dressing, but again, the case is Bianchi versus Bush. That it's good for gun Supreme sales Court down here in Florida. 
I stopped well, in today. Yeah, I like every time be- they every time they do this, I buy more because I realize uh, what we're really facing is an invasion, an invasion of exactly. Marxists, an invasion of socialists, an invasion of cartel members. We've been undermined right here in our very own Washington D.C. by a bunch of freaks like Jerry Nadler, who looks like Cobblepot in the first Batman. It's no surprise that assault weapons are the weapon of choice for mass shooters and those who target law enforcement. They are designed for ruthless efficiency. Wait, 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 what about the weapons that were used to shoot the 40 people this weekend, 65 last in Chicago, not to mention the other sewers controlled by your party, like the one you're from, Fetzo? What about that? Killing the most people in the shortest amount of time. And the gentleman from Ohio was right. I did. Boy, I think killing the most people in the shortest amount of time. I think that would be uh, the government's reaction to COVID, uh, a, a, a weapon of mass destruction and deception, a chemical weapon that was released on the American people. I think that's it, along with your Pfizer. Of course, we're never going to figure out how many people that killed. say in the committee, spare us the BS. I meant the Republican BS about the Constitution, about the Second Amendment. No, no, no. Listen here, you fat New York butter-handed bull dung artist. You don't ever pretend you're going to take that away because you ain't going to. Not on your best day, fatso. Now, I understand you got your own army. You still ain't going to get it. Still ain't going to get it. What are you going to do about it then? The Second Amendment is designed not to allow people to fight the government. That's exactly what it's for, you whiny moron. You half-wit and lesser of a man. That's exactly what it's for. Do you have any concept? Here's an idiot who's a big shot in our government, sworn to uphold the Constitution, guaranteeing he undermines the principles of it. What are you going to do to get him out? Oh, we got to get a bunch of New York union scumbags to not vote for him. Yeah, that'll happen. See, you're supposed to be able to impeach him when they openly, openly promote treason to the principles of the, of the nation. Right here is what needs to be. You grab him by his collar and you bring him to a dessert tray and you stick his fat head in it and say, go away, cobble pot. Do we want to take up arms against American troops? Is that what they say? That is what they say. It's not what they say. I don't know. Are the American troops killing people in their own country? Have they been deployed by a fascist government against people who espouse freedom and liberty? Is that what happens? Because at that point, they're just more tyrants. With the insurrection we had recently, and that was a mild case. That was no case. There was no guns there, and the only one that used one was a Democrat donor who got his job because of clout, and he shot an unarmed veteran. See, that's a spin you're doing there, fatso. Of course, that must be how you sleep at night, trying to figure out the calories you ate. No, the assault weapons, but the Second Amendment is designed to allow for a well-regulated militia. Which is to say in our, in our day... No, no, no. There's a comma there. Comma. And a well-regulated com- uh, militia. It's every single human being. You know why? Because they knew that one day there would be a bunch of political whores that needed illegal aliens to vote. That needed illegal aliens on welfare to use them against weapons of extortion. They knew that the government couldn't do its own job. So the reason we have weapons is because we're under siege from our borders, ironically enough. And we don't have Ukrainian Nazis that could lobby you to get money, fatso. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. 
And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me. Griffith is a research fellow in the Thomas A. Rowe Institute for Economic Policy Studies at the Heritage Foundation. I want to get right to it. Joel, are there enough morons to believe that this Inflation Reduction Act is anything other than a payoff? Uh, Well, it it appears that there's uh, enough uh, out there that the Senate thinks they can pass this. Uh, I just find it so Orwellian that a piece of legislation that we know is actually going to increase inflation, that is going to increase our debt, that is somehow being billed as some anti-inflation uh, piece of legislation. It's just a warmed-over version of that giant Green New Deal light package that President Biden tried to pass just a few months ago. And when you hear the the verbiage, the language of these imbeciles, even though they're from West Virginia... And they use words like hope. I don't think. I mean, how, how much longer do we have to allow this, this sabotage to our economy, to our prosperity, to our what? dollar? This has to be unconstitutional. I mean, how in the world can they just, okay, so they stole enough elections and now they just jam it down our throat. We have no recourse except play the game and the, we got to fundraise and we send our guys there to repeal and they do nothing. I mean, I'm sick and tired of it, Joel. Look, there's a lot of money uh, involved with this. If you look at all of the utility companies that were behind this, knowing that they're going to receive billions of dollars in these Green New Deal, so-called renewable energy subsidies, there's a lot of money going around. And uh, the backdrop of this, it appears that all along, uh, Senator Manchin really hadn't made a decision in opposition to this legislation. They just went quiet and did negotiations behind the door, and they're going to fleece American taxpayers at the tune of several hundred billion dollars that go into the hands of these green energy types of companies. It's an absolute shame, and uh, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping it can be stopped, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm not that That's optimistic. the thing I wanted to know. I mean, it passed, right? It passed the House, it passed the Senate, so all this idiot has to do is sign it. Yep, right? and, by, and it appears that and it appears the president is ready to uh, to do so. It's just insult to injury. You know, we've spent uh, what six trillion dollars plus over the last few years supposedly to combat COVID. Most of this was reckless spending, was unnecessary. This just adds insult to, to injury with another few hundred billion dollars. Now, what we do know, you know, the funny thing is too, it's seven. They say it's seven hundred pages. Well, it's single spaced. Legalese with bureaucracies and, and language that'll spawn a hundred pages each page. So by the time this is done, we're never going to know what's in it. It'll be going on for five years, and all we have, all we will have, is the same thing we've always had with this green boondoggle: more scandals, more failure, and more money in the same sewer, the same rat hole. Yet, do Democrats even know that the premise of what they say is a fix? A isn't. Number one isn't, and B creates more damage to the very earth they say they're protecting. Well, some of them I think are just absolutely clueless. Think back to a few years ago when uh, 
the congressman from Georgia, I think it was Hank Johnson, said uh, he, he was concerned that Guam was going to capsize. These people are, <laughs> some of them are serving in, in Congress, and, and I just don't think they really understand what's going on. But I think the majority of them, they're smart enough to know. They made it to Congress. They made it to the Senate. And they understand who they're helping with this. They don't really care about the typical American family and the middle-class family that's not going to be able to actually enjoy a decent dinner as often anymore. The family is going to have to downgrade from a ground beef burger to, say, I don't know, ground turkey. They don't care about them. What they care about is cementing their power over the economy. And what they care about is benefiting their special interest groups. And if you dig into this legislation, we've done it heritage. You see all the billions of dollars that are going to be very select business interest is very clear what's going on. And these politicians know what's going on. They're benefiting a few political cronies and they're sticking it to the American people. And you're exactly right. This is not going to have any, it's not going to have any type of environmental benefit. It's not going to actually stop it. This global warming that they say is happening. In fact, that we know a lot of these subsidies are going to be going to the electric, uh, the electric vehicle companies. We know this is actually going to have very visible, very real environmental damage because of all of the um, um, extraction that's going yeah. to have to occur to make these vehicles possible. And you know what's funny is that um, the more you learn about EVs, the more you realize they have about a 50% um, consumer return to combustion engines. 50% of the people who buy them go back to gas. The other thing that's astonishing is people do not understand the damage they do to our roads. They weigh twice as much as combustion engine cars. They weigh twice as much. The truck, the Ford Lightning, is 6,800 pounds. Its counterpart, the Ford F-150, 3,500 pounds. I mean, when these things start hitting regular cars, regular people, you're going to have more death and mayhem because the very government that created this behemoth on the road also made you lighten the other cars, so they made more pigeons out of you. Why can't we win these arguments when we have the facts? Uh, well, you know, the, the other, you know, here's actually what it comes down to. The people that are receiving the benefits from this, these businesses, they're receiving billions of dollars. There's a select few people that are becoming extraordinarily wealthy from this. But the, the damages are dispersed across the entire population. Now, think about this. Let's say you've got a subsidy that's going to deliver $50 billion into the hands of a few businesses. That's a, that's a lot of money for those businesses. Yeah. But divide that $50 billion across 300 million people, well, you're talking about twenty, thirty dollars a person. It, you know, it's similar to that old movie Office Space where they embezzled all those uh, checking accounts for a few pennies here and there. Most people don't notice the damage, but the beneficiaries definitely notice the reward. The problem with this is, is that you see this over and over again, not just in the EV industry. You see it across so many of these special interests, and we are suffering from it. But it's uh, like death by a thousand paper cuts. Yeah, and the the other thing that you can't unsee or i mean i guess you could bury your head in the sand like most democrat morons do the homelessness the 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 suicides the mass ramifications of having these democrat scallywags in power before you know it the entire country looks like san francisco or the south side of chicago or new york sewers it's just amazing to me that this country doesn't have a no confidence vote for congressmen and senators and when you really look at we're the only uh, uh, country that really does not have a way to pull them out of office unless you get their, their own political cabal to, to hate them so much to rip them out. We have no recourse except to play the very game that has cast a, a country that was unimaginable 
full of wealth and power into poverty. We're turning to our abuser for help, right? I mean, isn't that the, am I missing something? Well, look, we do have the power as you know the people in a democracy. We could in primaries, whether it's Democrat primaries, Republican primaries, we could knock these people out of office, but we keep reelecting them. I and mean, look at our cities. I spent years living in Chicago and D.C., which have become so violent, they become so dirty. It's become uh, really, uh, really an eyesore across most of these cities. And these places continue to elect district attorneys, continue to elect mayors and city officials that that don't just pretend. Uh, that they're looking the other way. They actually are embracing policies that make these cities less safe. Uh, that's why we see so many people leaving places like Illinois and New York and going to places like Florida and Texas that actually have responsible, sane politicians in charge. You know, Joel, one thing that they did very well was that they were able to really corrupt a voting base. Now, the way that you do it is twofold. You bankrupt so you have no other alternative but to turn to welfare for sustenance. And then something that is even more diabolical, in my opinion. Union organized labor extortion mafias were on their ass around this country. They were never lower than before Joe Biden. Now, in these bills, in these spending, in this bill, are more payoffs, more corruption for these labor extortion mafias. Can this be undone eventually? when uh, we no longer are, are dealing with the, the bedwetter, is there anything that can, you know, should I just pretend I'm in prison for the next three years? Well, the, 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 I think you have your thing something important. These organized labor, uh, especially the public sector ones, including the teachers' unions, they are inflicting a lot of damage on the body politic, uh, both in terms of our economy, both and also in terms of how our schools are being run. And lately... Uh... Oh, did we lose? Joel? Uh, it's the NSA. That's the other thing. The NSA. And I wanted to get to the fact that there is $80 billion for the IRS. And I wanted to know what Joel Griffith was going to wear to his audit, as I want to know what all of you are going to wear to your audit. Because that's what this bill is really about. Corrupting society, spending money, buying voter loyalty, and using a vast majority of, of, of a portion of that to intimidate your opponents. Joel, are you there? Joel, are you going to go with a blazer and khaki pants for your audit, or are you going to wear a suit? Hello? All right, we're going to effort to get Joel and shore him up. In the meantime, what are you going to do when you find out that this is really how Democrats play? They enrich and corrupt their friendly voter base and use the power of government against their political enemies. Are you buying a lick of this? 312 642 We'll be back, hopefully, with Joel after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. That's exactly right. When we go silent, I want you to constantly play this in your head and dance along. In the meantime, let's go... Give it another try. Joel Griffith. Joel, are you there, handsome? Yes. Hey, sorry about that. No problem. No problem. It's the NSA jamming our, our, uh, our phone signal. And, you know, this is another thing to talk about. This is a distraction from exactly how much money we are spending into these government bureaucracies and how we're strengthening them with each and every spending bill. The, IR, the, the IRS is going to get $80 billion. What's that for, Joel? 
Yeah, well, this is going to be harassing a lot of small and medium-sized business owners, and it's just ironic that we're going ahead and we're going to go give them another $80 billion for it, for to hire an army, sometimes a literal army, because a lot of these guys are armed. We're going to hire them to harass business owners at a time when we know that profits are very likely to be coming down this year because our economy is actually shrinking. It's been shrinking now for six months. And these uh, new agents, thousands of agents, are going to be around for years to come, and that burden is going to be placed on a lot of businesses that don't have the resources to be hiring accountants and be hiring lawyers to defend themselves. And the reality is they've been caught in scandal after scandal. Lois Lerner is just one name. But for decades, for years, the IRS has been misappropriating the American people's money to celebrate uh, uh, in suites in Las Vegas and the rest of it. Is there any recourse that good people at Heritage are trying to uh, help? Are you starting an organization to sue the federal government for misappropriation? I mean, what, what, what can we do other than play this, electric, the, this election duopoly game? You know, it, it's to the point now, Joel, I had a caller mention CPAC. I'm more aggravated with the idiots that t- say they're going to help us and then become Adam Kinzinger and the inner thigh rash Liz Cheney. They make me more disgusted than the Democrats who tell me they're, they're, they're my enemy. Well, let's look at what happened just this last week. You had Democrats team up with a few dozen Republicans to pass this massive chips tax or microchip production that's going to benefit a bunch of special interest groups and a bunch of companies like NVIDIA. They don't need our help. The government should not be in that type of business. We actually don't have the problem that they claim we have. But like you said, it's not just Democrats, it's Republicans that are joining in on some of this. And let's remember, two two years ago, when we had this enormous explosion of government spending, some of these were bipartisan spending packages that now we are quite literally paying for, paying for at the pump, at the grocery store, cost of living skyrocketing. Unfortunately, a lot of this spending, it's Democrats teaming up with some of the Republicans to make this possible. NVIDIA is up $50 since news broke of Paul Pelosi's insider <laughs> trading call scam. $50 on $134 stock. So you got a 40% pop. Clearly an absolute obvious insider trading. I wonder, will the IRS agents be investigating Paul Pelosi and the rest of the scallywags? that use this information to pro- I mean, you're talking a major move. In fact, a million-dollar option play, who knows what that could generate, depending on what his strike price was. This guy could have made $40 million. Is there any repercussion for what is obvious policy front-running fraud perpetrated by both Democrats and Republicans, or have they positioned themselves to commit the perfect crime on the American people called policies? Uh, I, I, would, I wouldn't count on um, any repercussions to ensue from this. I mean, really, this is just something that's going on, not just the, the trading that we're talking about, but these handouts to these companies, whether it's NVIDIA and the microchip companies this time around or the health companies that, of course, have done very well since Obamacare, and they just got another bailout with this uh, mansion proposal that Biden's going to be signing into law to continue these ACE subsidies. And, of course, now, too, in this package with hundreds of billions of dollars going to big utilities under the guise of combating climate change. This has been going on a long time, and I understand the outrage about the trading, but that's just scratching the surface. Even if this stock trading were not going on, these politicians are still going to be in bed with these special interest groups policing the American taxpayer. You're making me angry. You're making me angry, Joel, because I I don't like to be made a pigeon, and I especially don't like the reality that I have virtually no recourse unless I am in a very select few states and with a very select few 
politicians. And this is something I think more and more American people are getting wise to. The quality of people's lives that are in these specific areas as the populations grow and the populations dwindle. Can the Democrats ever regain any credibility unless they're from the welfare roaches, whether they be corporatists or downright scallywags? Do they have any credibility anywhere? Well, I don't think they have any credibility left, but somebody is still buying this. And a lot of this comes down to people not being able to connect the dots. You know, all the free goodies that they pass out, whether it's the big, the big business bailout to keep doing, or think back a year and a half ago when most of us actually received stimulus checks or child payments, or if you're a business receiving a forgivable loan, they have so much money to hand out, mainly because they've got a printing press at the Fed that makes it possible. And until people realize that these goodies that the government keeps giving us, they actually come with real consequences in terms of rising prices, in terms of uh, slower economy. Until we realize that, the politicians are going to continue to get away with it because they receive a very real benefit by giving us all of these goodies. Joel, maybe we should just go into one of these wind farm solar boondoggles. Joel and Sean's scam for wind and green. Give us your money. You'll feel good. We'll do no good with uh, with the product, but we will have fun with the money. What do you think? We can float hey, a prospectus? Hey, well, you know, on this green energy side, this is, too, is not just a problem that has been perpetuated by Democrats and putting us into these expensive, unreliable green energy projects. We've also seen this happen in other parts of the country that have actually had Republicans working with Democrats on this. Look at Michigan. Look at what happened yeah. 15 years ago as they've been in place these renewable energy mandates and actually made electricity so expensive. It's forced a lot of the factories out of Michigan into other parts of the country. And then think about, too, what we saw in Texas a year ago during the cold snap when uh, the wind turbine solar panels weren't working so well. Well... You know, this once again, this is politicians from both parties colluding, legally colluding with these businesses to push money into these green energy projects that made electricity more expensive for the common person and also made it less reliable. Joel, did you ever see the movie Men That Stare at Goats? I have not. Should I put that on my list? The government gives a bunch of soldiers... What they tell them is vitamin mix so they could be stronger fighters. It turns out to be LSD. And before you know it, they're all staring around and they're dumbfounded. Do you think maybe the vaccine was full of that? Uh, I don't want to the only thing on that could vaccine, explain but... voting for Democrats in this thing is that everybody's on LSD and they're all morons. In the meantime, those that are not can take a look at Joel Griffith's articles at theheritage.org. I highly recommend it. Joel, thank you as always for joining me. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. We'll be back after this. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Yes, squirrel, it's true. In beat female volleyball, NED is the abbreviation for the Netherlands. Big fan of the Netherlands Beach Volleyball. In the meantime, let's see what Kevin at Austin, Texas is a fan of. Let me guess, Pete, two times, what do you want to do? Oh, I just love listening. I love the, uh, the people that you get to interview. And I wanted to mention that, you know, when you go buy a MyPillow, it's an also an FU to Pritzker. But the biggest FU for Pritzker would be for to vote and work and vote for Bailey. Now, there are many people who are at Forest Park, River Forest, anybody who went to liquor brokers in the 19, uh, late 1980s and 90s to buy You know I worked there, right? You know that... No, I didn't. You, you probably... didn't know that? I worked no, I didn't know you worked like at 18 years old carting people. 
<laughs> yeah, right. It's true. You're pretty hard carter. It's true. I, I worked there. I love that job. That was a fantastic job. The guy who owned it is is passed away, right? But he was he was he was uh, you know he's a rough guy, uh, uh, but a nice guy. He would order the most expensive takeout, and they have it delivered, and then would eat it as if he grew up in a third world nation. No forks and knives. He was a filthy animal. He literally would be dripping in the food. It was disgusting to watch. But I would focus on the fact that I could not afford what he provided, so I dealt with his. Uh, his there, are many, world there are many seniors in Oak Park River Forest, Fenwick, Trinity, who went and bought there. Now, I'm talking probably, to those guys, guys, guys who uh, you know own restaurants, realtors, stuff like that. They can't talk about who they want to support Bailey because they don't want to insult all the Karens that live in North Oak Park and River Forest. Not the those guys that I dealt out. with. The guys I dealt with would love to get. Believe me, they'd have no problem. Uh, they'd have more problem with the women than they would the guys because, you know, the women are the real tough ones. But um, the reality is they love telling people they're scumbags, the guys from my neighborhood. You know that Elmwood Park well, is still I'm talking a about Republican the guys who stronghold? The, I'm talking about the guys who bought from me, the guys who yeah, lived in River Forest, Oak Park, all that type of stuff. And they're guys who own restaurants, and they can't talk about it because they're afraid they're going to insult their clientele. Well, the they should like, start insulting their clientele. They should start talking about it. They should shun the Democrat roach, because they're destroying the nation. And to appease them, to get along with their stupidity, uh, to pretend that uh, you know they're not creating significant damage that cannot be corrected, is why we're in this position. They should have been telling them well, 15 years ago, you're ruining the state, you're destroyed. Because now it's gone, brother. And unless Bailey wins, right. can you imagine in five years what it'll look like? Well, this is what I'm talking about. There are guys who own restaurants there. They were they were sucking wind as the uh, economy was shot down. And they're just trying to hold on. But those are the guys that actually, you know what, get Bailey elected. There are plenty of guys yeah. in South Oak Park, stuff like that, to listen to this. They're pissed, but they can't I'd love to see it, you, Kevin. I'm all, on, I'm all on board. I'd love to see him win. I really would. I'm well aware of the La Cosa Nostra that's up against him. I think he could win if it wasn't for that nonsense. But you're talking about people that are willing to vote away the principle to enrich themselves. Think of a Chicago Democrat, and then times it by Cook County, DuPage, and now, now what? A tremendous amount of others? You're talking, how could he be 10% up in the polls? 10 points? It's a lot. With all of the failure, with all of the scandal, with all of the fascism, because the Illinoisan has adopted the mindset of a slave. Of a Democrat. And that's a bad thing. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how are you tonight? Good, how are you, buddy? Listen, I was uh, just listening on the TV here. Uh, Biden came on, they killed the second in command of bin Laden, and he's kind of taking a victory lap. I guess it was a drone strike. Yeah. So yeah. I guess he was the leader of Al Qaeda. So I figured I'd get on here and let you are go. You wagging the do- are you did you do you want to wag the dog or have the dog wag you? What do you want to do? Because that's a that's a that's nothing but a propaganda. And that'll buy him grace with the morons that want to justify why they vote exactly. for the mafia. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I said it's a victory lap. You know so what I else just he did? I let you know. You know, you know, I saw it. I saw it. I don't want to you know what else he did though, Rich? He What's gave that? he gave the Ukrainian Nazis more money. Ooh, he did. Of course, they've been bribing him for years. Also on Ukraine today, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, the Secretary of State Tony Blinken, uh, and the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley, spoke together with their Ukrainian counterparts about the enduring U.S. support to Ukraine as the Ukrainian people continue to stand up to Russian aggression. What about global warming? 
I mean, we now know the Ukrainians have blown up three refineries and two chemical plants. What about the global warming? Not to mention, it's expensive. I guess Lloyd Austin being a broker for Raytheon helps. And to inform them about a new $550 million security assistance package that the Biden administration will authorize today. What about the billions? How many billions have we given since we passed the bill? Eight billion? This follows Secretary Austin's call with his Ukrainian counterpart on Friday, where he previewed that package. Today's announcement is going to include more ammunition for the high-mobility advanced rocket systems, otherwise known as HIMARS. I know you all are familiar with that, as well as ammunition uh, for the 155-millimeter artillery systems, which have already been uh, uh, supplied to Ukraine and are in the field. Uh, this will be the 17th now time that the Biden administration has authorized a security assistance package using presidential drawdown authority since President Biden took office. And it brings to more than $8 billion drawdown authority uh, alone. That's why you put the crack smoker on the board of your companies right there. You get billions and tens of billions and billions and billions. No oversight. None. It reminds me reminds me of Barack Obama and Yemen and Syria. You remember any of that? Nobody? Nobody? Well, here. Here's a political whore, the only kind she could be. Here she is. Her name is Dana Strahl from two years ago when Joe Biden first usurped the most powerful office on the planet. The United States still had compelling forms of leverage on the table to shape an outcome that was more conducive and protective of U.S. interests. And we identified four. So the first one was the one-third of Syrian territory that was owned via the U.S. military with its local partner, the Syrian devil. One-third of the Syrian country owned? Did she say owned? I thought she said owned, right? Owned by the U.S. military. Do you know what's on the third that of Syria that we own? Our military, of course. Oil. Filthy black oil. And natural gas. Democratic forces. Now, this was a light footprint on the U.S. military, only about a thousand troops over the course of the Syria study group's report. And then the tens of thousands of, of forces, both Kurdish and Arab, under the Syrian Democratic forces. And that one third of Syria is the resource rich, it's the economic powerhouse of Syria. So, where are the hydro. Now, see, that's when we're partnered with terrorists. Find out if this number two ever was a, a partner of ours in Syria or his criminal organization, which. It's really modeled after the Democrat mafia and the reason they had to cheat Trump, because when Trump was there, this is what he said about Syria. With critics saying it puts gains against ISIS at risk and leaves U.S. allies, the Kurds, open to attack. Tonight, President Trump is defending his plan to pull U.S. troops out of northern Syria. We only have 50 people in that area. That's a small sector. And I don't want those 50 people hurt or killed the president tweeting boy what about how many hundreds of our military and ex-military now mercenaries are killed in ukraine you want to talk about that uh in material and security assistance for ukraine just since the in, uh, invasion began in late february so we're at 64 billion how about the lives that are lost nah don't worry about that i wonder how many troops did we lose to get the oil fields in syria did dana Strahl? The inspiration for Viagra and dimmer switches. Did she talk about that? Urban czar, which 
obviously is very much in the public debate here in Washington these days, as well as the agricultural powerhouse. But we argued that it wasn't just about this one third of Syrian territory that the U.S. military and our military presence owned, both to fight ISIS and also as leverage for affecting the, the overall political process for the broader Syrian conflict. There were three other areas of leverage. One is political and diplomatic isolation of the Assad regime. So holding the line. So wait a minute. Isn't that an invasion? Didn't we invade Syria? How else did we get a third of it? And Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine? Vladimir Putin tried to end the civil war. What was our excuse for Syria? Anybody? What about you, Viagra Slayer? Dana, what do you think? On diplomatic isolation, preventing embassies from going back into Damascus. Two is the economic sanctions architecture. So some of this is part of the maximum pressure campaign of the Trump administration on Iran, but there's a whole suite of both executive and congressional sanctions on Syria and Bashar al-Assad, both for human rights abuses in Syria and to the backers of Assad for their activities on support, in support of him in Syria. And three was reconstruction aid. So the United States remains the overall largest single donor of humanitarian aid. So we break it, then we give the aid, we get our contractors in here. This is how Joe Biden's brother gets a billion five contract to build homes in Iraq. How'd those homes look? They go up? I don't know if they did. This is why they had to get the big guy out. It's time for us to get out of these ridiculous, endless wars. But the Kurds are blasting it as a betrayal. Warning, they could face ethnic cleansing, even genocide by Turkey, which is preparing to launch an attack against them. Boy, isn't that what the Russians who happen to be born in Ukraine were saying while the Ukrainian Nazis were in a seven-year war with them? The same Nazis we just gave another $550 million to? Ah, what do you care? You're Democrats. You're too stupid to follow this. By the way, government spending helps inflation, you stupid idiot. Vote Democrat. Get yourself a union mafia job. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. I always like this question. Especially like it from when it's from a regular listener and caller, such as Robert in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. Nice show as always. Thank you, brother. Thank you. You know, my question is all this stuff with the Russians and so forth. Where the heck is the UN at, first of all? And second of all, why are we paying? Why are we the only ones? Paying into this, it seems these other countries don't seem to get involved, and uh, I'm an isolationist. But once again, the UN needs to get involved with this because we cannot be the world's policemen. What do you think? We're never. Why, why do you? I mean, they are selling us that they use the word policeman like we're the good guy. I wonder if you're a Syrian, if you're a business, and that, that those were your oil fields. If you think that we're the policemen by stealing the oil and occupying one third of Syria, I wonder if they thought that. With Iraq, I wonder if they think that everywhere we've acted, like Somalia, Yemen, and how many other countries we've invaded, as we call Vladimir Putin, an invader of a country that was formerly the Soviet Union and one that was having a civil war and killing its own people. It's all in the way you spin it. Before you know it, Robert, you'll have politicians bankrupting your nation, telling you it's good as they prop up their campaign coffers. See, we're Thank not you. really the world's policemen. We are, in fact, 
the corrupt imperialists, occupiers that they threaten other countries with. That's just the fact. And that's why they had to cheat Donald Trump. The Kurds fought shoulder to shoulder with U.S. Special Operations Forces for four years against ISIS. We joined them extensively on the front lines. Did you know that Assad was educated in America? Did you know after, after the, the towers were attacked, it was Assad's intelligence turned over to help us identify the fact that it was Saudi Arabia's? 18, what is it, 16 out of the 18 were Saudi Arabia? Uh-huh. Yeah. Boy, they had to shut him up. Then again, there's that pesky old oil field issue. And saw how much elite U.S. military units relied on them to fight the terror group. They led it, and they paid for it in blood. What kind of partners did you find them to be? Committed, dedicated, formidable. I don't know. Were we the partners of the good guys there or the bad guys? Who exactly is the good guy? Why are we giving the Taliban aid and not to mention a country and $83 billion? These are all interesting questions. Kira Elgin. Hey, Sean. Good. How are you? I haven't talked to you in a while. How's it going? Splendid. Okay. I wanted to say that my mom was diagnosed with COVID about 10 days ago immediately. I I mean, she had the test done and was positive, and she's 81 with asthma conditions. So I immediately gave her my stash of ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, and something that starts with an S that I can't pronounce. And within a day, she was okay. She had a slight headache. And that's it. Then on Sunday, I went to a um, memorial service of everyone who passed away in the last 12 months. And unfortunately, I had to look eye to eye to the people who had the same exact symptoms as my mom, were the same age, but they died because yeah. their doctors did not give them these life-changing, saving drugs. I mean, one of people... Sergi Sphere is a, is a company that uh, bastardized one of the most successful medicines in human history. And they're the ones that steered not only the the corruption in Pfizer, but also are responsible for the hundreds of thousands of deaths. And they will also get away with it because they are part of the Democrat mafia, Kira. But here's the good story. Your mom's still here. Sorry for all those people who listen to their government. But that's what happens when you listen to the American government. Just ask the Syrians or the Iraqis. Huh. Three, one. Oh, come on. This is not the end of the show. Is it, Squirrel? Give me another segment, damn it. All right, I'll be back in 21 hours. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.